Hey everybody, it's Thursday night as far as you know, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing video game video podcast. Woohoo! I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot. And this really is a video podcast. We've been secretly recording for the last two hours, and Riff, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> But what, what, uh, because what's of your wrong? especially resonant head that yeah. we were just discussing, you know, which <laughs> leaks. I, I'm sorry if you guys noticed an echo of me and Hot Stuff coming through Riff's nose in the last uh, couple of shows that we recorded. I don't know what uh, I don't it's know possible what to do about that. He it. keeps his mouth open, and that it is uh, oh. just the cavity. Like, is that do you, do you breathe through your mouth sometimes, Riff? And I try not to. Do you sit there. Yeah. Do you sit there with your mouth over just, the mic, like, uh, you move your lips when you read. <laughs> Do you drag your knuckles on the ground? <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's going going pretty good. Yeah, life is life is good. I'm I'm feeling like I'm finally uh, settling in and you're getting, finally settling, getting to work on good. stuff. I'm we excited. Been, we have been working on stuff. We're yeah, gonna, we're about to make an exciting announcement. We? I think so. Well, when we get to the first question. Oh, okay. Um, which is an alarmingly appropriate first question, uh, but first I, I just I want to I want to catch up with you guys oh, about yeah? your your life. How's oh, it going, okay. guys? I mean, no, don't tell any of your good stories because we save that for our sure. immaterial podcast, <laughs> video games hot dog. You know this. You all know the drill. You listeners know that you're second class citizens. Well, they're they're more like third class citizens. <laughs> I guess that's true. What's the second one? Um, we don't but, do any. We only do two podcasts. Sure, but we only have first and third class. Oh, okay. It's so it's like there's the, no business post, class. The postal service. <laughs> yeah, they only have the postal service and fuck death cab for two. Oh, just yeah. yeah I, I just couldn't think of it. <laughs> I fucked up a joke because I couldn't think of the words that are literally written on the wall of the house. I'm going to a death cab. For, no, I'm going to a postal service concert uh, in a week. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you not get us tickets for it? You didn't ask me to. You asked. You said, "Hey, do, do you, you want to go, go see death?" And you're like, "I hate. I fucking hate that band." No, I didn't. I think what I said was nothing, and you were like, oh, no answer means I'm not buying you a ticket, well, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> did you buy Riff a ticket? I did not. Well, fuck. Oh. I can't, now, I, now I can't even steal Riff's ticket. <laughs> Pull rank and be like, Riff, I'm going in your place. They mailed me the tickets. I don't know. I mean, I guess now that we're in town, we could theoretically go there if they still have tickets available. And Is this uh, next weekend? Like Next Saturday. Oh, well, gosh. Huh. That's well, potentially interfering with all of our plans. No. Okay. Not this weekend. Oh, next, like the next. one after this one. Yes. Do you say this weekend when you talk about the next weekend that will occur? Yes, this weekend. Huh. This this weekend that is coming. Yeah, up, this this coming, this coming weekend. Yeah. You I usually say, say this coming. coming you have to say so, this coming weekend. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I like this weekend doesn't mean anything for this, Alan. This weekend coming, and this past weekend. every weekend is this coming weekend. <laughs> uh, that'd be a good name for a band that Alan Cumming was in, or even a band that Alan Cumming was not in. You could call it This Coming Weekend, which would be a good name for our band if Alan Cumming was in it, but Alan Cumming is not in our band. I wonder if that I'm sure you'd be able acronym. to get that.com. I'm sure nobody owns that, so sure. it would be really easy for people to find your, your MP3s for sale. What kind of music are we going to play, guys? I've decided uh, we're forming this band. Post-punk. <laughs> okay. Emo. We're going to play post-toasties. Post-toasties, yeah. Golden Grams. What, uh, what have you been up to? This Just, past week. Uh, I feel like I've done nothing but, but work and then fuck around feeling like I'm not getting any work done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do anything fun instead of working. I just sat there not working. So California Extreme was not fun. Well, I went to California Extreme, but that's for the later. That's for work. <laughs> yeah. It was for work, kind of. And I, I did a lot of driving. 
I drove. Yeah. I drove all you the drove way around, around the, the bay. bay. Yeah, that was pretty good. You drove. You drove in the direction that uh, costs you extra money. Oh yeah, I guess you could just go clockwise around the bay indefinitely and never pay any tolls. But if you go right. counterclockwise, you have to pay like one toll every hour and forty-five minutes. <laughs> right. Hmm. Bridges, man. Uh, there was this awesome moment when we were driving. Uh, back up along the bay where it looked like there was a tsunami of cloud coming up over the the hills. There are some awesome cloud formations in the city. Like, every day, basically, it starts out foggy, and then the sun burns it off, and then the afternoon is, like, really, uh, is, like, warm and sunny, and then it's uh, cloudy again. Apparently, it's cloudy and gross at night or something. But I don't know, and I'm never out at night. Sometimes it's cloudy at night. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's cloudy in every direction, and we're just in a hole in the clouds. Sometimes there's just a cloud, and it looks like we're in a hole in it just because it's fog, and you can only see clouds that are far away. Okay. Uh, sometimes there are clowns in every direction. That sucks. <laughs> Especially on the nights when I eat a lot of mescaline. Okay. Uh, not much you can do about them. Do you say mescaline and not mescaline? Oh, I don't know, mescaline. Glycerin, Me- glycerine. Mescaline is the calorie-free version of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you guys remember those uh, sizzling commercials? Yeah. Like the bacon, fake bacon or yeah. something? I don't remember the... I, God, I can't. What's the bacon for dogs? Uh, Beggin strips. Yeah. Beggin strips, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the sizzling commercial, but all I can think of is that one, that Anjali commercial where the woman sings I can bring home the bacon fry it up in a pan and never ever 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 let you forget you're a man because I'm a woman no idea some sort of beauty product oh uh, something that the it was it was around the same time as the band de soleil I remember those commercials also huh and Ernest and Julio Gallo Mm -hmm. who according to Orson Scott Card would not allow gays at their vineyard Isn't uh, Gaze in the Vineyard that Mormon post-apocalyptic are playing? Are <laughs> playing G? I, uh, I've really forgotten how to abbreviate things, guys. <laughs> this is going to be a strange mm. podcast. It's a massively M online are playing G. <laughs> it's good. I have, Well, it's like, I'm not in that big of a hurry, you know, so I only need to abbreviate some of the, <laughs> the words to their letters. Ah... Well, do you guys want to uh, do you guys want to answer some Kingdom of Loathing questions? Sure, sure. Okay, uh, so I'm going to finish up the Monday thread because uh, we didn't. Uh, I didn't hit F5, even though uh, who who is it that tells me to hit F5? What does F5 even Whack. mean? It's refresh. What do you not even use a computer? I don't use a Windows computer. I'm pretty sure that F5 refreshes on a Mac too. No. Does F1 not help? No. Does F12 not there's a save spe- that? There's a specific help button on the Mac keyboard. Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> on my keyboard, F5 makes the lights dimmer. Yeah. The you function keys on Macs are very different. Are just not used. Not in, gen- not in the huh. course of regular play. Because, I mean, there is, like, wow, so what if you are playing a game where quick save is mapped to F5? Does it just also dim the lights on your keyboard? No. Every time you quick save? I have, I have a second button on my keyboard that... If I hold down a different button and punch that button, it remaps all the function keys to whatever a Windows game expects them to be. Hmm. Yep. That sounds terrible. 
The help button on a Mac, does it just pop up a dialogue box that says, everything is fine? <laughs> it is It is perhaps the most annoying thing. On, I have never wanted it. I hit it. I hit it occasionally, and it, like, everything else stops while it spins up the, like, hard drive, because it's like, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? And then it... Like displays a window. It's like, what's maybe? Do you want some help about something? And here's some topics. I didn't even know the help button was a thing. Have you never hit it? No, I guess not. How do you save if not by hitting F2? How do you refresh if not by hitting F5? How do you save as if not by hitting F12? How do you switch between full screen and windowed if not by hitting F11? Save is uh, Command S. S. Yeah. Save as is Shift Command S. That's that Ex- is impossible. Export animated GIF is Shift Command Control. <laughs> Are you some sort of autodidact? That's what they call somebody with six fingers, right? <laughs> yes. You know, somebody who just learned how to grow an extra finger without going to school for it, right? <laughs> an auto polydact. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. If we titled these episodes, that would be a good episode title. Uh, one thing that I hate on podcasts is when they mention. Oh, that would be a good title for this episode. Mm. And then never use it. No, well, then sometimes they do, and sometimes it's like, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, I think we just heard a snippet of somebody else's conversation. Yeah, that was weird. In just one ear. Um, unless you leaned over to one side, Riff, and then said something, <laughs> like, in tongues. It was a weird chanting, and I do sort of feel like there's a spider in my I, ear now. Uh, I'm excited about the idea that Skype is going to bring back the time when uh, people could hear other people's conversations on the on the phone. Oh yeah, because that okay. was that was a great party line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it is certainly bringing back the time in which just talking to somebody audio only was a huge pain in the ass <laughs> and often didn't work. What was your longest telephone conversation ever? I mean. Probably the call with you during Ascension, Ascension testing, testing, where I think we had a single uninterrupted 18-hour phone call. Okay. Whoa. I cannot imagine ever having been on the phone with it. I mean, we, we weren't just, like, gabbing away that right. whole time. but We were working. It was yeah. great. That was, that was a good time. I really, I really enjoyed that, that period of, like, two months or whatever, where we were just, like, hardcore. And now, I mean, I working. like a four-hour day, and I'm just like, fuck it, it's Miller time. <laughs> I've lost my ability to work hard for a living anyway riff what's the longest phone call you've ever been on man i don't know nowhere near that long uh i had some friends in high school that i had probably two or three hour conversations with but it's baby shit that's like a that's like a phone conversation a baby would have with another baby i'm embarrassed to even bring it up my very first girlfriend and i had talked on the phone for 14 hours once she I don't pretty far away. dislike talking on the phone, but I hate when the phone rings now. I just don't, I really? just don't answer it. Yeah, I, like I, I I don't know, man. Do you hate do you hate the idea that someone else is imposing upon your time and schedule? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's like I I guess I kind of feel like and this is so narcissistic. I feel like I want to be the one calling. Sure. You no, know, I I feel like I want to be the one who knocks. Uh, and yeah, if somebody calls me, like th- the thing is, I'm always busy now. I right. always have something to do, right? Like in the past, it's like eh, it's after five and I'm at home. I'm probably just fucking around. And even the times when I'm fucking around now, it's like no, this is my this is my official. This is fucking my work. Around fuck time. around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I don't mind talking on the phone. Like when we're not in the same place, we will sometimes talk on the phone for a couple hours. Right. Talk about. You talk work. to your mom on the work. I do talk to my mom. Yeah, I spend as like, long as you call her. Yeah. Well, she never calls me. She she doesn't yeah. feel like it's okay to call me because she doesn't want to interrupt me. It is possible that my mom will call to interrupt this very recording. Yeah. Session. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. been a while since anything broke on her computer. Well, no. I I called her yesterday, and then she's like, "No, can I call you right back?" And then she didn't, which sometimes means she will call me the next day. So I see. She has to go on another couple dates before she has any juicy tidbits to share with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what goes on. Oh man, the sound. Your mom is the sound. I'm finally gonna have some weed when your mom asks. <laughs> if I have any weed. Oh, the sound it's quality. Gonna a, it's gonna be a green on cell phones. Just, I mean, I don't know if I'm just True. remembering the golden days, landlines. but no, landlines were better. Yeah. No, I mean, I think landlines still are better. Like, if you talk to somebody on a landline, you're like, what the? It's fuck? been so long kind since I did that. I don't even. Technology are they using that makes but, this sound so good? Yeah, when I can't I stand to, talking on a cell phone. It's awful. When I talked to people while I was in Germany over Skype, the call quality was like crystal clear, like the the clearest calls I have ever had. And I was like, "Were you calling them on Kristallnacht?" I was, <laughs> uh, but like I could not understand why this transatlantic Skype call was the best thing I had ever experienced orally. Orally. Um, and I don't a, know if it was just really good, really good bandwidth or something. Oral a u r e l is an unfit word. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah, unfit. It's terrible. Like, and and I don't know if like auditory. It, you, wait, you just need to say auditorially. But orally sounds the same as orally, right? Like that's not just some sort of like. Yeah, I think so. Uh, sound blindness that I have. <laughs> no, oral? no, that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. I think I will I will go out of my way to stretch out the vowel sound if I'm saying oral. Like yeah. Owl, or Australia. Or oral. Oral. Owl. 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 It's in the manner of an owl. Because <laughs> they communicate exclusively right. by sound. Yeah. Echo location. I suppose like semaphore with their wings. I, guess. I don't know what. They, they oh, yeah. don't have a written alphabet. Echo location I, is seeing with sound, not communicating. Right. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess they are maybe communicating. Yeah. How the fuck does a bat know which bounces are from it and which bounces are from a different bat that's four feet away? Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. There's, like, thousands of bats. Huh. All at the same time. Maybe bats are... I mean, I guess they are sort of solitary hunters, right? Like, they go out... Oh, And they hunt insects kind of on their own. But but they can navigate their way out of a dark cave in groups so they're still doing something right i mean they might also be constantly fucking running into each other and hitting walls and stuff we just don't notice it because there's so much shit going on when a flock of bats is flying out of a thing they do seem to like fly pretty haphazardly when you see them in scary movies well if you scare have you ever interacted with a bat no really okay so i've twice had like a bat trapped on a screened in porch okay right because they'll fly in and then they just can't figure out I don't know how they get they in They open there. the door. Yeah, they open the door, but, <laughs> but then, then they don't. But then they they, don't yeah, they, they can't open the door from the inside. Like, they can work the exterior screen door control, like the thing where it's a vertical handle where you push in the thumb button at the top, right. but then the one in the middle where you just have just to push on the little horizontal lever, they can't, they can't work that one. Right. So they get in there because they're like, oh, man, I bet there's some good bugs in there. And then they get in there, and they're like, ah, nope, just a, like a bunch of cigarette butts. Not Boy, to, was I wrong. Tons of scorpions. I thought they were delicious uh, cylindrical grubs, <laughs> just just ripe for the picking. But no, no, uh, just cigarette butts. I'd like another one though. You got any? Got any more of those? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's 
pretty good. I didn't enjoy it at the time, but uh, in <laughs> retrospect, there was like six I seconds like of pleasure. <laughs> anyway, Sir Ham says, "Will there ever be another clan dungeon?" Uh, yes, in two weeks. Yeah, uh, I don't know when, but we have been for the last. I think next week. Three I'm going to say next week. Uh, yeah, I think I think that that is fairly realistic. Like it was when when we were discussing whether or not we would be able to finish it and roll it out this week, we were up in the like it was it was potentially yes right. that we would, but uh, I don't think so at this point. Um, it'd be it would be a stretch to get it done. So yeah, we've been working on a new clan dungeon. I uh, we'd kind of tossed around the idea of it maybe January or whatever and I, I feel like we had a long conversation about it during one of the pre-podcast uh, dinners mm-hmm. and then I went up into the mountains uh, for a few days and produced a, like for what we do a surprisingly comprehensive design doc right. and then we have since spent we're like ah there's no way this will take longer than a month to implement and right. then it's, it's been two and a half months we started basically after we finished the last challenge path we've had to do some out of the month stuff in between yeah um and i mean everything just takes longer. plus the hot stuff had a bunch of had a bunch of he got sick and was traveling and stuff and so he right. lost some time and then also and then it, the san francisco move yeah the move so uh, you know who knows um so yeah we're 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 about to release a new clan dungeon it is different I say it's about the size of hobopolis in terms of like yeah, it's the number the number of yeah it is different but the, the number of systems that are interacting it has way more more individual monsters than Hobopolis. That's a weird thing to say, but you're right, right? Like, well, yeah, because there are an infinite number of hot hobos, right? Yeah, like, but I th- I mean I think the people who really understand the way that KOL's systems work. Well, if you look at the manual, sure, yeah, yeah. Manual, I mean they they understand drops. that there is only one monster in the Hobopolis town square, and there's only one in right. Burn Barrel and whatever. Um, this is not exactly like that. There's more. There's a lot more variety. Um, I want to say of... about the same number of items, maybe more. Yeah, that, um, I, that I don't have a sense of, honestly. More bosses. Yeah, different structure to the bosses. No, same number of bosses. Yeah, but different structure yeah, to different <laughs> structure. Yeah. It's not. There isn't like a main boss. Um, but a bunch of inter- bunch of interactions, a bunch of. Puzzly stuff, yeah, a lot in of puzzly it. stuff. Uh, I'm Bunch. fucking stoked. It's so, it's so a thing. It like it is so close to being done. Like it is, <laughs> yeah. it, like it really is. Like ninety nine percent of the art is done, and ninety eight percent of the writing. Yeah. And there's a ton of writing in this too. There's a huge amount yeah. of just bonus oh, content. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had forgotten about that. That's because that, yeah. that happened like that happened a really long time ago. ago. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. So um, we're pretty excited about this. And sorry if it seems like we haven't really been doing anything. And I don't know why we haven't. I mean, well, I mean, so I think we are hesitant in the early phases of a project to talk about it because there's every possibility that it just won't ever see the light of day. Yeah. And so, in a lot of cases, we just wait until we actually spring it on people. But, but so, I feel like I have been certain that this was going to go out for at least a month. Sure. Right. Like I think it is a benefit also to us to announce it because this is higher level content than other than any of the other clan dungeons. And if like if you wanted to like tell your friends to come back, they will they might need a week 
to to level power up, level yeah. um, or ascend and do a big run and then, oh yeah that's a good point and then like still, you still level up some from yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know like having a week's lead time people who are like planning on doing some sort of crazy essential thing maybe they want to yeah. not do that if you've got buddies that you ran Hobopolis with and they were really excited about Hobopolis you can tell them hey there's a new clan dungeon you should come back and check out KOL again and also give them a bunch of money <laughs> and they'll be like okay I'll do that because I love everything and everybody I love you friend who invited me back and if I'm pretty would you like a hand job that's totally what will happen so get on that guys huh. I mean the single guys you know, unless your wife used to play KOL and was really excited about Hobopolis and would give you a handjob if you told her that KOL had a new clan dungeon. I don't know how that shit works, man. Do I look like I'm like, am any good at relationships or talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> told ya. Um, so, yeah, big uh, big announcement there, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, uh, yeah, I am, I am stoked about it. I really... We should tease some art from it over the next couple of days. Probably. You think? Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. That gets people I, uh, All of the, all of the of non-combats have a very... I, I decided to go with a kind of a different, like a unified but different art style for them. And boy, was it time-consuming. Um, Why'd you say it twice? Also, there are a, <laughs> there's a fuckload of stuff going on in those non-combats. I, like, yeah. I... I have because I just wrote it all down on paper and I have the structure of it in my head. It doesn't seem all that expansive, but it totally fucking is. I kept going in and I'd be like, "All right, well, it's gonna take me like a day to code up all these non-combats." But then it ended up taking like ten days, and it was ten days of like actually working on it. There's a big thing that I don't know that you've spent a lot of, enough time working on. Have you already thought about how that's gonna work? The sort of ends yeah. bonus thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and I have I haven't looked at it in a while, but one of the sheets of paper that I produced in my stuff. in my eighteen page document was at least an initial proposal for what okay. those things are going to do. Cool. So, yeah, that will. So I feel like we will accidentally create <laughs> in creating say fifteen things. We're going to accidentally create two that are broken, <laughs> uh, two that are just harpoon stupid. And uh, 11 that are just, you know, oh, okay, cool. Right. Whatever. Harpoon stupid. <laughs> that's yeah. your new that's yeah. your go-to. Stumps McGee wrote, Hey, Scully, can you write a bunch of new combat messages for all the old combat skills, especially shield butt? I really liked how in challenge paths you added so much content to the skills you spam. Could you also do this for some of the older basic familiars? Yeah, I am I am 100% on board with this. And I, the reason that I haven't been, like, assigning that as work to do now, even though that's, that is, like, a super reasonable thing for you, Riff, and Scully to, to be doing yeah. when there's not a lot else going on. Um, I've kind of just been putting it off until the skill revamps, which mm. is just, it's just dumb. Like, that's a dumb idea. That's like, a long way out. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I mean, some of, the, some of the skills that you spam, like, I feel like shield butt is like, you follow up your attack with a shield butt, right? I mean, it, it. Yeah, I don't actually know how people use it. Or is it not? I mean, I, yeah, I don't remember. Because shield butt is just weird. All of those skills that are like just variations on normal attacks are weird. They work in a, they use a different system than than just the normal combat skills, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of a mess. I wonder, yeah, would you like would you retrofit the text into the word bucket system? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, like it would be probably one minute of work per skill to make it work like that. Right. Except 
in probably the weird cases where like skills that operate on groups and have like hard coded changes in the text or whatever like there are uh, things where it would be but I mean it wouldn't be you know so that would be two word buckets or whatever right um, you know uh, how difficult would it be to make familiar uses more clear by having the stats slash items slash meat that they give you appear separate from the ones you normally get? For example, give stats from fight, mm. then give the familiar message, then show the stats added from the familiar. That's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, with... I, I don't know. I Because mean, you it, basically... You don't get to know unless you fight a monster like five times to see sort of what its average yield is and then fight it five more times with a familiar out assuming that you don't level yeah. up the familiar in between there so that's the kind of information that I probably if I were writing the system now I would reveal it in a mouse over hmm. um, okay. but it's not really so basically like the fight script well fight.over.php which is the one that gets gets included when the fight is over it figures out the amount of stats that you get and then it goes through a bunch of ministrations for all of these different things that can increase the amount of stats that you get. Like, there's a, there's a separate thing for familiars, which is why, like, well, pretend that I'm saying this about item drops. That's why, like, having a fairy out doesn't increase your item drop level for, like, a world event that where a choice adventure responds to plus item or the pantry in, oh, the, in, the, in Abu Peak. No, uh, Twin Peak. Um, doesn't take that into account but so then it checks to see what the stat distribution should be right which is either based on your class or whether you have one of those crimbo offhands oh, uh, right. that that forces the distribution to a certain stat which is just hard all that stuff is just like yeah weird exception yeah. cases then it then it uh, applies individual substat bonuses um, after that distribution has been done and then okay. uh, yeah. And then it just displays it. So it I mean, I don't know also what does it mean for an item to drop because of a fairy, right? Like if mm. the item has a ten percent chance of dropping and the fairy gives you plus a hundred percent items, the item has a twenty percent chance of dropping. So it would have dropped so if you roll a nine, it would have dropped right. without the fairy, but if you draw a nineteen right. the fairy but okay. Made so it. let's say that you let's say that you then have the amulet of plus hundred percent items equipped, right. and then you it rolls a nineteen. You don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, is it did it did you get it because of the amulet or because of the fairy? Because you would have gotten it if with maybe, either of them. Maybe you say it dropped because of uh, the hard work of your items and familiars. Sure. But it's not sure. sure. I mean, we do some weird tracking like that for like things that didn't drop, things that would have dropped if it hadn't been for the depth penalty. Right. Um, but that is one thing that is like we can check against. I mean, for stuff like an initiative where there is just one factor that we can check, right? Like if you would have lost, if not for the bonus initiative from a familiar, we know that because there's only one source right. of bonus initiative from a familiar. Um, I mean, I guess that we could use the same logic, right? I mean, if it's... But then, like, if you have... If an item effectively has a 250% chance of dropping because of all of the stuff right. that you have stacked up, like, yeah, it's just... it's Like, it's not... It's not easy to separate out. It is easy to separate out, well, right? Because it's just a bunch of numbers. Well, easy but... because it's like you got... 
in extra meat because of your familiar. Or sure. Whatever. Yeah. But well, yeah, like item not, drop is item drop not is really trickier. right because you have a you have a meat bonus and then it checks your familiar to see if your familiar should give you more of a meat bonus and then right. But that's I mean that's an actual number, right? Like you could there is math that could actually tell you how much meat came from your familiar, right? Because it is just the base meat times yeah. the the bonus meat from the familiar. Yeah, I mean I think it probably does, it probably does a weighted rounding, of non-integer, sure values, and so it would have to like keep track of that result sure i guess but but yeah i mean it could also just estimate right um and nobody would ever notice right because there's variability in the amount of meat that a monster drops i think okay so here's how we could do it we take your your item drops and if if you got it because of your bonus we just weight the amount of the bonus that was due to the familiar and that you know one over in times we say that you're familiar did it Okay. <laughs> right. True, so, like, as far as they know. Yeah. Like uh, you know, across across enough uh, experiences, that'll that'll be true. Uh, Stumps McGee says, since those were, were requests, here's a real question: What is life like for the people in KOL that are not adventurers? A while ago, you talked about wanting a story about other people in the Dark Tower series. Do you feel the urge to do that for KOL? I mean, I feel like we do a lot of that for KOL by every time we write any backstory details. About the, any uh, of the NPCs or yeah. the jars monsters are kind of like yeah. Yeah, yeah. what these people are dreaming about. Or all the stuff that you can see happening to the people in the Zombie Slayer run. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, guys, says Time. Stumps McGee just reminded me. I was looking through my terrarium recently and wondering if we could get, a, get an interface that sorts familiars by type. I'm probably not the first to have thought of this, but I'd sure like a way to filter the terrarium based on what I wanted out of my familiar for the next adventure. That would require us doing a lot of metadata, which we don't have. Right we now. don't have it. It wouldn't take. I mean, it would be. There are 160 sure. or 70. I mean, I am guessing that if we, if we wanted to do some very simple metadata just as far as, like, which familiars are plus stats, which are plus sure. meat, and which are plus items, we there could do that in There are going to be a dozen that are outside of the system. Yeah. yeah. So maybe just a special category. Yeah. Sure. I mean, there are also some that, like, are plus items under certain circumstances. So do we list them as plus items, familiars, whatever? I mean, do you list them twice? Do you have a plus meat yeah. section? In well, I mean, I think they would show up. If you were filtering, they would show up in Multiple either. Times. But if you were dividing them up by type, I don't know if they show up twice or what. <sighs> yeah, weird. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's a convoluted set of data with no really good way to, right. to display it. You know, so... We give you a favorites. <laughs> sure. Uh, Scully Angel says, not a question. However, after listening to the discussion of board games on a recent show, it seemed like you guys might both like Pandemic, challenging cooperative game. And this was to me and Scully, but we can address mm-hmm. that. I don't like Pandemic. Really? I played it like once. I thought it was all right. I only played it once also, and I felt as though there was never a moment during which any of the individual actors had any agency because there was always only one way out of a given situation and everyone had to do exactly what I mean and it basically what it comes down to is if one person has a good grasp on what the consequences of the actions are going to be that person just becomes like logic boss and everybody else is just having the game played for them and if everybody if you know like say I think in the game that we played it was like it was like me and you and Smoove and Smoove's brother. And right. in every case, me and you and Smoove were like, eh, this is what we have to do or we're going to lose. And right. so then we just had to tell Smoove's brother what to do. And so he had no fun. 
you know, I and, have. I'm trying to think of cooperative board games that haven't ended up like that. Because the first one I ever played was um, the Lord of the Rings game, and that one, like, just really quickly devolved into group think, and then you play it a couple times, and it doesn't really change much. And it was it, it became really dissatisfying. So Pandemic, it's like the opposite of war. <laughs> Pandemic exactly. No, Pandemic it, it was is at like least, war. fuck, fuck. Pandemic at least changes a lot based on the roles that you have and that kind of thing. So it's, it is more enjoyable as sort of an abstract thing, but it does suffer from that like cooperative board game problem where one person can often run the show. And I don't. I was thinking about this the other day actually. Like, what, what would be a good way to do that? Like, if everybody had a hand of cards that they couldn't reveal with separate actions, and maybe having to like decide what you're going to do in advance and then everybody reveals what they're going to do that turn so that there's right, like which of which of my character's abilities am I bringing to bear on this situation and then you decide that yeah. as an individual actor and then and you then discuss how you're going to do it or something maybe. yeah I, there's there, there's probably some ways to make I want to play this room 25 game it looks cuz that's a cooperative game it looks game. pretty simple well, it yeah. can be there's like five modes there's like oh. solo mode although a lot of the modes are just supporting the same game with different numbers of players okay. like the solo mode is you just have you control four dudes oh wow um, okay and it's you have less time to get out of the thing there is a certain like robo rallyness about it where you have to declare actions ahead of time oh, and you nice can't talk i really like robo you know, rally so there's so another game that is cooperative is that uh space alert game or whatever mm-hmm. and that one the way that they do it is uh enforcing a lot of very specific time constraints which that that sort of solves that problem because you don't have enough time to reason everything out yeah um and then um there's that night of the zombies game or whatever where last night on last night on earth where it's still there's still two sides but the people that are playing humans i think are all on the same group mm-hmm. and that one felt like I had more agency it didn't it, wasn't it did but it didn't game. but it wasn't a very tight yeah that's the thing it's not a very good game in the same way that like betrayal is to a lot of people's way of thinking not a very good game because it can kind of just go fucking anywhere you have a lot of agency in betrayal though and betrayal is largely a cooperative game and it that, is that one works out pretty yeah. well but it's but it is a, but it is a extremely unbalanced game Oh, sure. Right. But it's like, a lot of fun. Sometimes it is a lot of fun, right? But I mean, you know, like everybody working together to paint a painting is a lot of fun, right? It's, is it? So, like, <laughs> I, I think a game like a multiplayer game that I feel like has the same sort of tightly balanced level of stress and tension as Pandemic is Agricola. And. Okay, but that's not at all cooperative, right? It's not cooperative, but it has the same, like, ugh, God, there is. I have four actions left to get the amount of food that it's going to take so that I don't, you know, right. lose points for not being able to feed my family. There is literally only one set of four things that I can do to and successfully no accomplish this goal. And then if somebody else takes one of those spots, you're just yeah. fucked and there's nothing you can do. About it. And that tension is what makes that game a game and it's what makes it really well regarded it's in weird terms that of Lords its of Waterdeep hasn't surpassed that in the geek community because it is all of that but with a more interesting theme and like just I feel like more fun attached well, to it. Well, it's a more interesting theme to you. The the Eurogame yeah. nuts like boring themes, man. <laughs> like Yeah, I guess. Like fucking Dominion. Dominion Jesus. is I mean, it is very generic, but I wouldn't say it's boring. Mhm. Right? Like 
it's not i mean farming to me is so rad <laughs> although the what the what was it called the agricola's like little two-player game all fun. creatures great and small All creatures great and small yeah. that one was that one was more interesting yeah, and it's like just a little agricola light but how is that more interesting it is just a subset of agricola's theme because i don't know it's it because it's just two players it's more like chess chess is very abstract but still pretty interesting right like okay agricola agricola was way more fun with four people than it was with two and all creatures great and small being built for two players i think was more fun yeah i think that's that's the yeah sure kind of i mean and i think that's probably why all creatures great and small exists is so that somebody could have the fun of agricola in a two-player game because they knew it just wasn't very good but lords of Waterdeep was a totally different game and still a ton of fun yeah with two players versus two-player lords of Waterdeep is fun because you get like twice as many yeah. actions and so it's like really high scoring and you're just like you're you're both able to act very quickly and just a lot you're yeah. able to do a lot of stuff you're able to finish a lot of quests you're able to like build a lot of buildings like it's it's ah, it's awesome and if you get if you get accustomed to playing with one, like a large group or a small group i think transitioning is going to be rough because you're going to think oh well, i can i can just keep accepting quests sure 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 I'll yeah yeah be able to do all of them or whatever yeah uh all right let's get to the thursday questions the red the dog delusion writes hot stuff so just like last year i named a tomato plant after you this year it grew tall very quickly and has even produced a nice modest crop of tennis ball sized tomatoes however it has recently become infested with white flies which means that though the tomatoes themselves are fine the leaves are getting eaten up quite badly on the off chance that there's some weird voodoo doll connection between you and this plant are you infested with anything i hope not no and my leaves my leaves are fine the, I've been I've been uh, remarking on how how dark green and uh, nutrient rich your leaves look <laughs> lately. I've um, been going to the gym. <laughs> also, someone named a rabbit after me, and so I've been having these weird urges to eat part of you. Um, Terrificjik and ghost sock and ghost sock. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I, I just. I was you're adding. Trying to, you're trying to change up the. Uh, the I was adding format. a list of people that you could ask questions for, and it's Jick, Hot Stuff, Riff, Ghost, Sock, and Ghost Sock. I. Ghost Sock, Coast to Coast. I have to do this twice a week, and it's fucking. It's like it's like every time I have to tweet, the like when there's a new episode of Video Games Hot. Right. It's like, oh fuck, what am I gonna say about this? Other than a new episode is out. <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of people do. I know, but those people are. Dullards. <laughs> is this why you don't like releasing episodes? Because you have to tweet about them? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, not again. Dullards. No, I like releasing episodes. You're confusing okay. me with someone else. What challenge path would you want to compete in in <laughs> real life? Hot stuff, you may answer too. Oh, God. I was, it, would have, it would have been a pretty dick move to ask that of Ghost Sock, but not hot stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, big. Yeah? Yeah, if it's if I just like go about my normal day-to-day life, except that I'm huge... Well, well, is it that, or like, is it the side. fact that you are like you are sprung fully formed from your mother's forehead? Oh, okay, yeah, that could be it. Um, I mean, I don't want bees hate you. No, sure. I mean, I guess if way of the surprising fist, like, that's, cool. okay, that's just yeah, like your yeah. normal life, except every once in a while you find some ancient wisdom of the Orient that allows you to punch dudes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, it's certainly better well, than Zombie Slayer. <laughs> well, what about Trendy? Right, like, uh, okay. I can only have objects that are new. So, like, <laughs> oh, gotta buy a new computer. 
Yeah, my computer is more than a year old. Yeah. Um, we couldn't use this mixing board or these mics. All right, but no, but that just means more opportunities for consuming. Sure. I mean, my scanner's okay, I guess. All this furniture is... All this furniture was Brand probably new. a pile of sawdust a month ago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how fast IKEA's supply chain works, but yeah, yeah, it seems this is, there's some serious ashes to ashes shit that goes on with IKEA furniture because it is oh, it does not last you more. very long until it basically becomes a pile of sawdust again. Sure. Um, I have been playing slash Kamai with the florist fryer and noticed that some areas that you would think are indoor zones like the logging camp and the hippie camp count as outdoor zones were they meant to be outdoor zones in the first place well no they are outdoor zones um, I mean I guess what like if you're thinking of the hippie camp as the space inside their yurts or whatever then I could see why you'd be confused but it's the entire camp it's not yeah, just I mean, like would you say you like say Cleveland <laughs> is Cleveland an indoor or outdoor location yeah. I would say very obviously outdoors whereas an individual whorehouse in Cleveland is an indoor location right unless most of the whores are in the backyard in which case it's an outdoor location so really a change that one would have to change once we once we add the Cleveland whorehouse zone, well, because you could have Cleveland whorehouse in and Cleveland whorehouse out, and then you could go, just go back, and just forth. go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> so, have have you uh, been to a whorehouse? Have you noticed that no. across the street uh, there is there is a restaurant that, and I didn't. It is only on one sign <laughs> that it says this. Most of the signs say Waki W A H space K E E. But the awning, the the green awning, has printed on it, wanky, huh. and then uh, advertises in and out. No, it's you can see it from our front door. Uh, <laughs> You've just told everyone where we live. Oh yeah, all right, right, right. We are within sight of the wanky restaurant. So if you go there for some in and out, Cannon Fire Forty says. Where is the almighty revamp I going to look after the tower's been burned to the ground? I mean, the tower's not next. Like, I feel like what happens... So, so right now, the short-term agenda is... Dungeon, item know. of the month, which we had a fucking awesome staff meeting today where we basically figured that whole thing out. Right. Uh, back to school, everybody. Yeah, everybody's going back to school. And then a challenge path. Back to school. Uh, back to school, everybody. Everybody's going back to school. <laughs> and then and then I think I'll probably do the boat quest thing. And I'm gonna see if I can So this is this is like you making inroads into the level eleven. Quest, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. I mean and I, and I basically want the level eleven like the level eleven revamp is not going to be like the other quest revamps because it is just too sprawling. sprawling. Like there sure. there will just be there will be a bunch of subtle changes to things, which I'm hoping to do on like a two-week cycle. I thought you were going to say on a Friday. <laughs> on a on fire. I'm hoping to do them on PCP. <laughs> um, how far do you guys plan into the future? Says, says Canifier40. I mean, define plan. Yeah, define like future. <laughs> the problem is that we often will get excited. And by we, I mean me. I will often get excited about something new that we hadn't been thinking of. And that's where a lot of the good stuff comes from, you know? I mean, we weren't. We have been thinking and talking about a number of different clan dungeons for the last five or six years, and the one that we just made is one that was just like, "Hey, you know what? I should see if I can actually 
conceive of this entire thing and have a have an actionable thing as opposed to like oh well we're we're just waiting for an idea for some fundamental system of it or whatever like you know where the other the other ones have just gotten stuck like oh yeah that's a broad conceptually cool thing but the details just aren't there like you the 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 closer scrutiny just reveals a lot of work that has to be done and it's the kind of work that you can't just sit down and do it's the kind of work that has to that has to come to you um, oh and uh, I hate to do this but you mentioned on old radio shows that you didn't think anybody started playing because of stuff like Comic-Con I started playing actively again after July of 2012 because I was at San Diego Comic-Con and saw your booth and went man that game was fun and looks fun I should play sorry well sorry uh, uh, yeah I mean there's there's not a lot we can do about that although it's exciting to have you back because you've been Kicking, kicking major ass in uh, new content realms. <laughs> Deus Ex Machina says, also I have an equally unserious question about this update. July 11th, food and booze items at Grand Effects now display the effect they grant in their description pop-up. Thanks, Uncle CDM. If CDM is my uncle, then what's my relation to the rest of you? I'm especially curious about Sock. <laughs> um, uh, every, well, he's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Everybody else is a stranger. So here's a question. Um, why, when you say thanks, Uncle CDM, do, does anyone assume that that's them thinking their uncle? I think I often say, ask your uncle, CD Moyer. I see. Um, you're saying, ask your uncle, comma, CD yeah, Moyer. Yeah, ask your uncle, CD Moyer. Why do I think you're CD Moyer? Yeah, that's, that's Random a random listener. Question. I don't know. F says, I'm so hungover, I can't think of a question. Ghost sock is immaterial. <laughs> Uh, Sleepy One says, Spleen items that generate effects weren't affected by the recent update. You know, the one adding the item description links to effect description. Oversight? Uh, no, not it just really. wasn't. Spleen items are not a generalized category of item the way that you might expect them to be and the way that, you know, wonder, somebody who wants things to work in a sane way would expect them to be. Yeah, I wonder if it would ever be worth going through and changing and like bringing those things into a modern realm so there is a part of me that wants there to just be a general class at least on the back end like nothing would necessarily change from what the user sees but what i would if i were making kol from scratch right now i would for every item it would say all right what effect does this give you and how many turns of it? How many turns does this give you? How many fullness does this take up? How much drunkenness does this give you? Right. How many of each stat does it give you? What other random miscellaneous code gets executed? And then every item has those. Sure. Right? And it's just, if a thing gives you turns and, or, uh, no, not really. If a thing takes up fullness, then it is food. If a thing takes up drunkenness, then it is booze. If a thing what takes if it up it's a spleen item. Well, so it could. Right? And there, you, and like I don't know, which category thing. does that go in? I don't think you get drunk from eating baked Alaska. Well, but you could before they get it on baked. fire. You get baked when you eat drunk Alaska. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it is possible that we could generalize, like, based on the way that, like, almost everything ends up working that way in KOL, and we could potentially just automatically do a lot of that stuff. Like, we could just make it so items work that way, and convert over from the old system pulling data in from the various tables that it comes from and make the item spindler even bigger sure the item spindler is real big and it's real obvious how big the item spindler is when <laughs> the internet's real slow um 
I'm surprised there's no peanut butter dog in the hot dog stand. Too much of an in-joke, asks Di Vernon. Yeah, that is way too much of an in-joke. I don't even know what yeah, that is. Oh, oh, right, That's the uh, cart life. From cart life, yeah. from me, not, my guy not uh, having anything to eat in cart life, even though I went and bought him some peanut butter and some hot dog buns. Uh, last week, says Wack, it was mentioned that the elemental high mains, high mains give a skill that nobody ever used. I'd say this is because, one, I had no idea that this was a thing. <laughs> Two, to quote the wiki, when calculating damage, the duration is effectively capped at 10. Players who have more than 10 turns worth of the cold breath effect will only inflict 21 to 25 damage. By the time you're level 7 and can actually eat this food, you deal more than 25 damage, which costs 5 MP. Yeah, okay. Um, this stuff is older content, but there's too much of it to find every little thing and change it to be relevant. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, I, you know, so part of why it costs 5 MP is because I couldn't do free conditional skills oh, so back then. So, I mean, it's certainly possible that at some point it would be advantageous for you to be able to... So let's say if all I did was to give you 50 turns of that effect instead of 10 and make those skills cost zero then maybe you would do that for some reason at some point. You know? Probably not. Uh, can the skill that gives you plus five PvP fights per day be made to not become unusable? Take a moment to parse that in paths that disable your permanent skills, including Bad Moon, Boris, Zombie, Jarlsberg, possibly Class Act. No, no, because that is not how that works. Right. Like, we would have to, we would have to completely overhaul the way that perms are handled in order to do that. Because, like, when you don't have your permed skills, you don't have the skills. Like, your permed skills is a separate list. You can look at it. I didn't even want that. But people bitched about it. Like, oh my god, where'd my skills go? Like, right. didn't you read the fucking fact? These assholes made me write this fact, and I said, nobody's <laughs> gonna read this, and you didn't read it. These assholes were the people that I work with. People, people do read it. There would be twice as many people asking, what the fuck? That's probably true. Wack continues, I hate people. Please make a Monster Manuel Monster Research Monster PvP mini. That'd be kind of mean. It would be so directly tied to... Yeah. I mean, I'll bet most serious players have a Manuel. Sure. Right, but... Sure. Uh, are you still considering items for the hilarious grimoire? Says Mr. Knee. Nope. <laughs> no. I think that horse has sailed. <laughs> WVO Coin says, Top-down design starts with narrative and atmosphere. Bottom-up design starts with gameplay and mechanics. Which quests or items were driven by top-down design? Which quests or items were driven by bottom-up design? Which ones were a hybrid or difficult to categorize? Do any ASIM employees prefer bottom-up design, or is it usually top-down? I feel like I am... 80% top-down? No, because... I... You always have a head in the mechanics. Yeah, and and always like fundamentally, it's it's a head in the mechanics, right? Like it, because like interacting with you, I feel like the theme of the thing is so much more important to you than the the mechanics. Sure, at least early in the right. Okay, process. well, I mean, I guess the, the idea for the idea for the theme and mood is always there first. I would say that I I am like zero percent narrative. Like I just don't. I just don't think well, of it like that. Sure, but it, yeah. Like I think of narrative entirely from a mechanical standpoint. Huh. What? Right, like I don't think here's a story of a guy <laughs> yeah, like, who is here's a story of a guy who's looking for a butter knife. I think <laughs> this is a zone in which every 8 turns you get a non-combat that describes your progress towards finding a butter knife, and then the, and the, and so like that's the the narrative is a guy is looking for a butter knife, right? Like 
in my head, the actual narrative, the stuff that's actually happening story-wise, doesn't exist in a lot of cases until I hand it over to somebody else to write it. And so I can't plan based on, I mean, every once in a while I will have like a beat that I want in there, you know, where I'm like, I think that the reason that you find this is because of this, which will allow us to make this funny pun or whatever. Right. But, uh, that's a tough question to answer. I mean, I don't, I don't think that anybody really. Items of the month are like a really good fertile ground for this kind of discussion because. Sure. Because I mean, today it started with somebody saying back to school. Because like, right. what happens in August? And Riff was like, nothing. fucking nothing happens in August. That's what happens. <laughs> right. And then Mr. Scullet was like, back to school. And then you were yeah. like, item of the month, name of an object. And we were like, yeah. And then we just started coming up with all the mechanics for it. I mean, I definitely come at things a lot from, more from the mechanical side of side of the fence, but Scully, it's, it's hard to do that as a starting point without a without a, uh, a framework. Framework, yeah, yeah. A, a thematic framework. Scully does. So I guess the question is, how often do we make an effect that is named, but we don't know what it does, versus an effect that we know what it does oh. and then write needs theme. Almost right. never, yeah. yeah for effects, effects in particular. Yeah. For effects. And for items, it's usually, this is what this is. What would this thing do in the KOL world? Yeah. But sometimes it's also like, oh, and then the, and this guy will drop, you know, an accessory that lets you drink more or whatever. Right. What would that be? This is, this is a food that somehow makes HP relevant. That was a note that I left for hot stuff in a food item. This is a food that somehow makes HP relevant. So there, that was, that was a sort of a mechanic-driven thing. Sure. Individual things like that, right? Because that's the thing, like, all right, we've got this monster. Uh, monsters need to have drops, items that they drop, so mm-hmm. uh, what would this guy drop? Or, you know, there's... Whereas... It's like, all right, one of the things that I want to do here is this is the level seven quest and people don't tend to have like, you know, I will go into Devon. I'll say like, what do you want at level seven? And it's like, well, you know, you're still wearing shitty old pants. So maybe some pants would be good in there. Right. And then, then it's like figuring out how to work that into the narrative. But it's, what about some five MP elementally aligned? You always want that at level seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like that's perfect. Where that's where it should go. Okay. I mean, I guess those just came from a time when elemental damage was a lot harder to come by. You know. Sure. You know, then Hellion a couple days ago was pointing out like that is so fucking obnoxious. I I wish to fuck that I, don't I could understand why. Is do you have Steam actively? I mean, it's you can't not, right? Like, you well, can... In Mac, you, can exit. you have to, like, run the application. It doesn't well, run. Well, you have to run the application on Windows, too, but it wow. runs when you play a game, and then when you quit playing the game, it's, it's like still just like, oh, I'm just going to tell you what all of your friends are playing so you can't see what you're typing into KOL's chat. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, thanks, Steam. Remind me to fucking turn you off right now. And then the next time I want to play a Steam game, I have to wait, like, 45 minutes for Steam to pop up and log in. It's not really 45 minutes. Um... That's a good question. That is a great uh, question. Yeah. Twine, and I and I don't know that there I don't know that there is a real answer to it because I think that it's definitely a mix. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think it's it, it also varies a lot based on like we will come up with the theme of monsters way before we come up with what they do. Yeah, we will come up with the mechanics of effects way before we come up with sure. what they're called or what they are. The level nine is that the that was the that was McLarge huge no. 
nine is the nine is the highlands yeah um that one i knew that i wanted i like i feel like the logging camp that narrative was already decided on like what the, those guys were already down there they just weren't a place that you could adventure i knew that i wanted you to be collecting two different items to build a bridge out of and then i knew that i wanted you to have three different like mini quests to light signal flares so that somebody could deliver a pizza to this guy like that was that was all there was when work started and then it was like all right everybody what are some jokes about peaks Mm-hmm. And then I, we all proposed some, and then I picked the ones that I picked the ones that like, okay, I can see what I can see what we would do with that, right? So like, it's like yeah, so it was like an idea, and then you're like, <clears throat> what what can I imagine some mechanical grounding in yeah. these ideas? When I was doing the skills for um, Zombie Master, it was basically half and half because there were a bunch of them that were, you know, here are some things that I need to be able to provide to the player like the player needs some way to get plus item drops so what's a thing a zombie does that gives you plus item drops and then there were right. some things that i thought of that's like what's an excuse for a zombie to jump in front of you and take a hit so what's the mechanics of that skill hmm. so yeah and i mean i think different parts of the process it, like there is there is a lot of like there is this constant thing that happens and I feel and I feel like this just happens to everybody in every creative endeavor you're like oh man so I just thought of like three of these things so it's totally I can come up with ten right and then no it turns out I could come up with two more (laughs) and then just squeeze five more like blood from a turnip (laughs) sometimes or sometimes it's like Uh, or sometimes nope I'm at seven yeah you know like fucking fight club in word realm is supposed to have 25 dudes in it and that seemed like a totally reasonable goal because I had really solid ideas for like six dudes. And, uh, and then it turns out the 25 is a lot. And also each one of them took four months to fucking implement. <laughs> that's that's um, how I always feel about uh, combat messages, like hit and miss text. Is I'll, I'll have a couple of good jokes and be able to knock out the first two pairs of things and then it'll take me the rest of the hour to come up with the next two. Yeah, and I think that's... Scully approaches those, which is why we always end up just turning our monsters over to him to write the combat messages <laughs> for, because he just doesn't. I think you and I approach them fairly similarly, where we're like, okay, so I'm sitting, I'm, I'm in my mind's eye, I'm fighting this dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. What does he do to me? Whereas I'm pretty sure that he is just like, what's a word that this dude reminds me of? <laughs> I will make a joke about that word in some attack thing, and you know, and it's fine. That's that's the game. That's the writing of the game. But it's just not a particular direction that I can approach that from. Mm-hmm. And so there is not, whereas like writing item descriptions, I feel like there is, I just, I have an infinite number of those in me. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. never going to run out of ways to make a joke about an item. Oh, sure. Because thing. you only need to make one joke for any given item. Yeah. Whereas, whereas for a monster, for monster text, you have to come up with half a dozen or more, or I guess like 12 actually. Uh, Mr. Nee says, are there any game mechanics you'd love to introduce to the game but feel you couldn't due to breaking the game or causing too much hassle programming it? Identity of items such that uh, individual inventory items can be customized would be a real neat thing to be able to do. I've thought of ways we could do it. Um, We do it in a limited 
context, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, definitely it's like goofy. I mean, I feel like it, that suffers in every direction. Like, it's all fucked up from our end, and it's all fucked up from the player's end. Like, we could just have a new table that was customizable items that was just, like, hmm. this... It just links to some template in the item table that is, like, you know, this, it's at its base, this is a right. weapon, but then has a list of overrides, and then That's inventory, the just everything that ever uses items would have to support pulling inventory from both of those tables. Right. And it wouldn't be terrible. I mean, it especially wouldn't be terrible if we were building it from the ground up to, to use that. But like, there are just a lot of different places where your inventory gets referenced and you know, it would just be, it would be a big mess. Um, Gavisi says, before the hot dog stand came out, I had a dream that July's item of the month was a familiar that looked like the mini-adventurer and was named Mint, Mint, Mint. <laughs> what's, what's the best dream you guys have had about KOL? I can't remember ever having a dream about KOL. Yeah, me neither. Maybe because it's so abstract and like not inherently visual. Like, I don't Scully, dream Scully has dreams about so. work. A lot of the time, like he has dreams about, oh, this is KOL, except it's like a first-person shooter or whatever. He oh, talks right. about huh. those, which huh. I just never. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I did have a I did have a dream where I met a couple of like sort of cyberpunk bounty hunters, uh, and one was like a girl with pink hair, and her name was Mish Mish, and her brother was Obad the White, and he was a big black dude. <laughs> oh, that so was, that's that where was, it came from. <laughs> I, every now and then when I go and look at our Google Doc for for awesome unused NPC names, I see Obad the White in there. And I was like, what the yeah. hell is that? Yeah, just O-B-A-D. <laughs> I, love, I love when specific phrases come out of dreams oh, because, dreams. The, like, Creolith. Like, the, I woke up and I'm like, Creolith, that's a thing. Huh. No, it's not. It's just totally not. That's just a fucking word I made up. That's pretty cool. It's like a monolith. It sounds like but... it'd be something. Yeah, it's like a monolith made of creosote. Yeah. Um, that and it takes a female secretary to tell a wicker cigarette. <laughs> right. You're a madman dream. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was the dream in which John Flansburg was teaching a seminar on the different ways in which things could be wrong. And that was the, this was the, the question, like, in what way is this wrong? And it was like, it was like kind of a red herring. We were supposed to think, what, because it's sexist? And he was like, nope, this one disobeys the there ain't no such thing fallacy. <laughs> it was like, th- that, that statement is wrong because there is no such thing as a wicker cigarette. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good class. I wish, I wish that I had taken more notes. It would be great, I think, to set up some sort of observing station dream, for the night that you're having a particularly good dream. Yeah. They Being able awesome. to record dreams and replay them would be amazing. I mean, I have a feeling that being able to record anything actually happening in our heads would be meaningless on replay because it's not, right? Like, if I have a dream in which I'm talking to, uh, you know, Nick Nolte, <laughs> it there is no picture of Nick Nolte anywhere that can be read, right? It's like just... I'm having a dream that is tapping into whatever part of my brain imagines Nick Nolte. Well, but I mean, may, I mean, eventually, do you not think that it's possible that we'll know how to decode all that? I, I don't necessarily believe that the data is there to decode. But like, it, it I, I think it's, I, way, right? I, but I think it's just all context. Like, I, I think that, 
What? See, here's what I think. I think that Nick Nolte in my head is absolutely 100% a different thing than Nick Nolte in your head. I, I right? would agree to and that. And I don't know... I don't know that there's actually any way. But what if you wear uh, some sort of device? <laughs> you just have to wear this helmet and think about Nick Nolte for an hour. <laughs> no, you, you but, wear this helmet for your entire life, and so it just knows. And, and okay. think about Nick Nolte for your entire so, life. So wait, are you talking about your skull? Because <laughs> that is a helmet that you wear for your entire life. Okay. Yes, so I'm saying that they need to replace people's skulls when they're born. Right, with some sort of Nick Nolte detector. Yes. <laughs> okay. It would have been really difficult for them to come up with this plan before the advent of the modern Nick Nolte. <laughs> right. We've got 3D printers and <laughs> Nick Nolte now, so we finally have all the pieces all right. of this puzzle. <laughs> Just an infinite number of Nick Noltes. Which we get, that would be way more efficient than the monkeys. If we really, because like... <laughs> Someone who speaks English is a right. lot more likely to accidentally produce the complete works of Shakespeare than <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, Glebe says, regarding purity in PvP. Last year was the first season I've done PvP since CD Moyer started running it. I liked purity because it gave me a reason not to seek out every plus initiative giving potion out there. Maximizing purity is nice because I don't have to think about effects at all, but don't have to worry about getting out dick-stabbed. Plus the challenge of maximizing my whatever using only my familiars and equipment was still interesting. Yeah, okay. Uh, Felony says new bounty hunter doggy that gives minus combat instead of plus combat. Same cost, same cost as the Pompadour puppy. No, that is not where we would put it if we did that. Um, let's see. RNG he ate me says, would it be possible to get quest progression in the KOL API? Just a function call that tells us how far along in the quest we are. Not all quests break down like that. Yeah, that's way more complicated. Just to finished or not finished would be much easier if we do that thing that I want to do where we generalize the quest tracker metadata so that we can use the quest so that the quest log and the quest tracker are using the same set of data rather than that being two different things of varying levels of shittiness that we have to just one shitty thing is better than two things that are shitty in different ways uh, Stinkoman87 says, Dear Jick, you've said in the past that you're unsatisfied with the armorer and leggerer, saying how you feel the tone of the place clashes with the rest of the game. Meanwhile, players largely ignore it because they quickly realize how important enchantments are. Have you ever thought about changing what the ANL sells or just removing it entirely? Also, keep up the good work. I don't know that I've said that I felt like it was tonally dissonant with the rest of the game. It's not... You've said something, about, you've said something disparaging about it. I don't remember what. I mean, everything in there is kind of useless, but we... And I feel like I've always known that the vendors in towns, the vendors in in MMOs <laughs> that sell garbage. basic weapons are just shit, and you should never do that. I don't know why I added the armor and legger. There's some funny jokes in there. Yeah, it's a place to go. It's a place to go that sh that needs to exist in a town like this. No, right? Like, I mean, it's a. I mean, I feel like there is a person for whom pants in there are better than the pants that they're wearing. Sure. Right. Yeah, I and mean, it, it's them. stuff that you can use, like, on your, your very first spot. ascension, yeah, before you actually own anything. Yeah. And, I mean, having, you know, there's also that that idea that, you know, from the bad cards, right. Mark Rosewater thing, where having mm, something yeah. there that you can compare unfavorably to something something else is is a part of it's like a it's like an interstitial reward for acquiring mastery you know and it's like yes yeah. this is obvious and that's the point is that it's a, i mean that wasn't the point we didn't we weren't thinking about that but it's like that makes a lot of eh. sense it doesn't hurt anything i guess 
Uh, Darzil uh, is talking about free rests and and offers uh, offers some good feedback and suggestions, but I just made it so you can't get the item dreams from free rests anymore. And sorry, everyone's screwed. It's the right way to go. I know, I know. It's just it's not the it's not the right. It's not the adding more fun for everybody. Yeah, it's it's it is how it should have been in the first place, but the change is not is not inherently virtuous, you sure. know, and, but there wasn't, there, there wasn't any way out of it. There just wasn't. I mean, it was effectively a mistake for us to have allowed people to get stuff yeah. from, from free rests. Yeah. Um, Mr. Nee says there has been a bit of discussion recently about the ability or lack of, of the mini adventurer changing his class mid run. What about a 50 adventure cool off period post changing when the mini adventurer doesn't trigger? I mean, I guess it would have to be 50 turns with the adventurer. Yeah. Because otherwise that becomes an even more fiddly thing to have to fuck with. Um, oh, and I listened to episode 110 of Video Games Hot Dog Podcast with the girls. After listening to your bassy tones, I thought I was listening to Alvin and the Chipmunks. This has no relevance <laughs> to the game, but I thought I'd mention it. Um, really, are they just us with higher-pitched voices? Is that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what girls are, right? It's just dudes with higher-pitched voices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I like about them. Um, any Skull Cruncher says any word on the upcoming world event? Is it actually upcoming or am I delusional? No, that's not a world event that we've been talking about. It's that clan dungeon. Uh, let's see. People, there are some questions that have been asked before and stuff. And uh, somebody asking if we can make a screensaver that logs into your KOL account and shows monsters and their Manuel factoids. Right. That's a funny idea, but I don't know that. <laughs> I think that that is a player mod. Do people still have. use yeah. screensavers? I do. Huh. I mean, my screensaver is just turn the screen off. Yeah, I my just my monitors just Max, go to sleep. Max have their stupid flare color thing. I mean, it's actually pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't. That. Yeah, I haven't used that in ages. All right. Well, it's time for me to pee and uh, get another beer and hot stuff to pee and get another beer and riff to pee and get another purple stuff. <laughs> uh, iced tea, actually. Actually, I bought mm. I bought a thing that is like a coffee maker, except it makes iced tea. Huh. So, my so my impression is that the only the chief ingredients in iced tea were tea, water, and time. So yeah, which takes out time. It takes out the time. Yeah. Huh. How? Can it? Does it? Can it add mint instead? Uh, it it, it basically is exactly like a coffee maker. You've got like an electric kettle that you fill with water and a pitcher that you fill with ice and tea bags in the top of the pitcher and it heats up the water and shoots boiling water through the tea bags into the pitcher full of ice. Oh, okay. So it's just like it infuses quickly like hot tea but then rapidly cools. Right. Using the ice as additional water. Yeah. So you always have to keep ice on hand, which seems like a big pain. Yeah. This seems like a thing you're going to use for a week, and then just it'll just be in the way for the rest of the time. We're <laughs> yeah, maybe. But also fortunately, it's, it's only you can, yeah. You can put it on a treadmill. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, or I could put it on the Zybots cabinet. It's not that tough. you're the only one guilty of that shit. All right. Uh, well, stick around for video games, hot dog. If you're one of four dudes. Uh, otherwise, listen to it later someday. Fuck, I don't know. How the fuck do we end this show? All right, guys, let's come up with our, our gag <laughs> for ending the show. Uh, all right, so my last slide uh, will be Hamana, 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 Patui. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>
praise the sun. <laughs> <laughs>